And in my case, when I think about the fact that uh, Ronald Reagan was the governor of California, Richard Nixon was the president of the U.S., the whole apparatus of the state was set up against me. Um, they had all of their resources and the FBI, the police, and they really meant to send me to the death chamber in order to make a point. It really didn't matter who I was. or It was that I was a very uh, convenient figure to make a point that they would suppress any efforts at revolution and liberation. Mycket få har träffat henne. Hon sitter i denna byggnad, en domstolslokal strax utanför San Francisco i källarvåningen i ett liten cell där. Detta är första gången en tv-kamera bärs in till henne. Själv verkar hon tyst och blek när hon kommer in. A year ago the Black Panthers were much more active. You heard much more about that type of, of struggle. Is the time of the Black Panthers past? The Black Panthers still exist and the Black Panthers are still extremely active in, in the Oakland community and in, in communities all over the country. I'm not sure whether you are aware of what is now um, happening in the Black Panther Party and the kinds of things that members of, the, of that party uh, are doing no, now. No, tell me. First of all, if you're going to talk about a revolutionary situation, you have to have people who are physically able to wage revolution, who are physically able to organize and physically able to do all that is done. Yeah, but the question is, more: how do you get there? Do you get there by confrontation, violence? Oh, is that the question you were asking? Yeah. See, that's, I mean, that's another thing. When you talk about a revolution, most people think violence um, without realizing that the real content of any kind of revolutionary thrust lies in the, in, in the principles and the goals that you're striving for, not in the way you reach them. On the other hand, uh, because of the way this society is organized because of the violence that exists on the surface everywhere. You have to expect that there are going to be such explosions. You have to expect things like that as reactions. If you are a black person and live in, 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 in the black community all your life and walk out on the street every day seeing white policemen surrounding you, I. When I was living in Los Angeles, for instance, long before the situation in L.A. ever occurred, uh, I was constantly stopped. No, the, the, the police didn't know who I, who I was, but I was a black woman. And I had a, had a natural, and, and they, I suppose, thought that I might be a, quote, militant. And when you live under a situation like that constantly, um, uh, and, then, and then you ask me, you know, whether I approve of violence. I mean, that just doesn't make any sense at all, uh, whether I approve of guns. I grew up in Birmingham, Alabama. Uh, some very, very good friends of mine were killed by bombs, bombs that were planted by racists. Uh, I remember from, from the time I was very small, I remember the sounds of bombs exploding across the street, our house shaking. I remember my father having to have guns at his disposal at all times because of the fact that at any moment uh, uh, someone we, we might expect to be attacked. The man who was at that time in con complete control of the city government, his name was Bull Connor, uh, would often get on the radio and make statements like, uh, 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 niggers have moved into a white neighborhood, uh, we better expect some bloodshed tonight. And sure enough, there would be bloodshed. 
uh, after the four young girls who were who lived very who lived one of them lived uh, next door to me um, I was very good friends with the sister of, of another one. My, f my sister was very good friends with all three of them. My mother taught one of them in her class. My mother, in fact, when the bombing occurred, one of the mothers of uh, one of the young girls called my mother and said, uh, can you take me down to the church to pick up uh, Carol? I, you know, we heard about the bombing and I, and I don't have my car. And they went down and what did they find? They found limbs and heads strewn all over the place. And then after that, uh, in my neighborhood, all of the men organized themselves into an armed patrol. They had to take their guns and patrol our community every night because they did not want that to happen again. I mean, that's why when someone asked me about violence, uh, uh, I just... Uh, I just find it incredible, it, because it, what it means is that the person who's asking that question has absolutely no idea what black people have gone through, what black people have experienced in this country since the time the first black person was kidnapped from the shores of Africa. this period, the pain to remain the same outweighed the pain to change. I see that the time period uh, brought on an evolution and is contagious like um, hot coals. One ignites the next and the next and the next and the next. When you get tired enough is when you begin to want to sacrifice everything inside of you. The fear just leaves. This is what happened in this time period. One of the first books that I read when I went away was a book by Angela Davis called Our Prisons Obsolete. So it allowed me to examine prisons within America from their history and, and their role in, in society. Life comes full circle sometimes. My senior paper prior to graduating was written on Angela Davis and I, I studied her, I studied at her feet without ever meeting her because agree with her or disagree with her, her thinking is so critical that it forces you to pay attention and to re-examine what you've taken for granted. To be reintroduced to one of my childhood heroes during one of the darkest periods of my life over the course of, of my own incarceration was moving, inspiring, cathartic, in some ways depressing. The book isn't, it's, it's neither dense nor, nor thick. It's, it, it's almost pamphlet-like, which made it really accessible as an introductory text. Other inmates would see me reading, and they'd, they'd come up to me and they'd say, well, John, you know, I, I don't have a lot of experience with, with reading, and I don't do it often, but can you recommend a book? And on many, many occasions, I went into my property locker, and I pulled out that book, and I made them promise to return it in the same condition that, that it was given. But that book was a treasure to me, and it remains a treasure. It's one of the things that I, I took with me when I left. And a thunderous, resounding, united voice that we have no intention of stopping this fight. 
until we have eradicated every single remnant of racism in this country. Until we, until we have ended the war in Vietnam and the neo-colonialism in Africa. We are not going to stop fighting until every political prisoner is free and until all the monstrous dungeons in this country are mere memories of a nightmare. Sisters and brothers, that is what the power of the people is all about.